Hey guys, Ben here from Comic Comedians. I just wanted to tell you guys about the best podcasting program there is called Anchor. Anchor is literally the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, Ben here from Comic Comedians, and today I had an amazing conversation with Theories by T. We talked about a whole bunch of stuff, including the Suicide Squad and What If, and keep in mind that this was actually earlier this month, and I have actually just been up to my ears and busyness, so that's why I haven't been posting lately, but I'm back on my schedule, and I'm going to be posting weekly just like before. But just keep in mind that this was before the Suicide Squad came out, so there's no spoilers in this, and this is also before What If came out. So, yeah, just um, just keep that in mind, but it's still a great conversation. We still have a great time talking to each other, and uh, yeah, so I hope you guys enjoy this episode. And before we get this started, what is Superman's favorite form of currency? Cryptocurrency. All right, let's jump into that title sequence right now. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Comic Comedians. My name is Ben Schubert, and today I am here with Terrell, or Theories by T from TikTok, or the Loki variant of some sort, because he seems to know everything about that show. How are you doing today, man? <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, tiring day, but I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great, man. Uh, dude, just all this stuff is just coming at me like rapid fire. You know, all this, D- all, all the, uh, all this DC stuff, all this Marvel stuff that's just just shooting at yeah. me like a fire. It, I haven't gotten to see Suicide Squad yet, but I know you have. What did you think? So good. I, yeah. I like knowing you and like seeing your content, like what you're into and stuff. Like, yeah. I, I'm confident you're gonna enjoy it. Like. I, I keep trying to like, like, I don't want to rank it too early because I want to sit down and think about where I put like line up all my comic book movies and all my DC movies, but it's, it's very close to the top. So, yeah, dude, I am like so excited for this movie. Like I've been reading Suicide Squad comics. That was actually one of the first things that I started picking up that and what if. So like those oh, yeah. are actually what I started collecting on. So the fact that these are happening at the same time is just, <laughs> ah. But yeah, I'm so excited for all these movies. So what got you into comic books back, um, back in the day? So, okay. Well, what got me into comic books was like just the classic. I, I was going to cartoons, like the Spider-Man, like sort of the 90s era Spider-Man cartoon was like my favorite show as a kid. Um, and it got me like into superheroes. And that obviously brought in people like Daredevil, X-Men and all these other like, it had like a unique way of bringing in all these other Marvel characters. And I was always like, who's that guy? Who's that guy? Who's this guy? Yeah. Um, and then I think I eventually was just like, I'm just gonna, just gonna buy a comic book. I, I get like, you know, the little like, little chain, like pocket money from like my mom, like an allowance. So I was like, I'll put a little bit, some of this towards like one or two issues of comics like every week. Um, and then the first comic I ever bought, I remember specifically, it was Ultimate, the Ultimate Spider-Man. It had like, I think just dropped around. The idea of the Ultimate Comics universe had like just started. And Ultimate Spider-Man was the first thing I read. And like, in hindsight, probably wasn't the best start, but it was like perfect right. for me to like, get into comics and then I was like okay cool and I think my my young brain at the time didn't understand the difference between like the different universes yet so I was like I read I read like 
the ultimate comics of Spider-Man, like specifically Ultimate Spider-Man, not so much the rest of them. And then I'd read like 616 Captain America and like Invincible Iron Man for the standard stories. And I was just like, that's the same thing. It's happening in the same universe. Don't question it. And then I eventually just like kept doing more and more. And then uh, on the DC side of things, I think I jumped into DC around, I want to say like 2007, 2008, bordering around one of the reboots. I feel like Superman and the New 52 or something around that? I think just before the New 52, around like the crisis before sort of Flashpoint. Gotcha. Um, What was that crisis even called? But yeah, that's the, I think it was the final crisis area that's when, I, that's when I properly got into like DC comics I was always into like the movies and shows and stuff but like those are the comics I feel like that was the uh, my entry point like 2008-2009 and then again just didn't come off of that since and then brushed down to basically if I saw a cartoon and I liked it I checked to see if there's a comic book for it and then I just read it right that's awesome no like that's kind of how I got into it like I think it was uh it was around 2008 it was like right when the Iron Man movie first came out I started buying I started getting into comic books my dad got me a huge an Iron Man omnibus which I still have to my dad was in the military so I lived in Japan and we had an 11 hour plane ride so my dad bought me an omnibus and I read that all the way home and since then I've just been hooked and once I got my first job that's why I really started buying comic books and What If was really where I got started on. I'm just excited for all of this stuff to come out and I'm, I'm just so excited. And I know uh, Soups has seen the first three episodes of, of What If and he said nothing but good things. So yeah. I'm, just, I'm just pumped for all of it, you know? I know, I'm, I'm still trying it. Like I, like I know he got it early. Like I wasn't expecting to, the, the early episodes to come like this soon. Um, I don't think I'm I know I got to watch Loki early but I was like, kind of like for a work thing I don't know if I'm going to get What If as well yeah. um, I do feel like I'm going to get Shang-Chi though I feel like that's basically like that's almost confirmed oh, really? that I get to see that early thankfully uh, like awesome. a week early I want to say uh, but yeah What If yeah I'm hearing only good things three I'm like I was confused why they did three episodes specifically rather than like just like one or two um, but I, I'm guessing it's similar to One Division. like after the third episode maybe like like everything just goes crazy i'm hearing only good things so yeah that's what i'm excited for and that's all i need to know because what if is definitely one of the best ways because i mean that's part of the reason why jane foster is thor and that's part of the reason Mm. why hulk well planet hulk was a thing because what if Hulk was a barbarian that was really one of the first times but uh loki you said that you got to see that early what was that like you got to see a giant tesseract you got to meet tom hiddleston what yeah like. Yeah, but Loki, I don't know how Loki really spiraled out into like, the big thing for me. Like, I've been doing, you know, uh, like, one division content at Falcon, then Winter Soldier content, and then it got to Loki, and then, like, just, they were just like, hey, there's this Loki event happening in in, in London, and these events oh, don't okay. typically happen in London, so I was like, oh, sick. Didn't know what's happening. It was, like, a secret event, uh, like, a work friend, like, just kind of said, yeah, hey, do you want to go to this? Like, um, they got the invite, and they were like, oh, you know, you do Marvel stuff. I told them you do Marvel stuff. So they said you can come. I was like, yeah, sick. <laughs> so I went down with a friend of mine yeah. and it was, yeah, insane. Um, and everything spiraled up from there. It was like at the Tate Modern, which was like a museum in London. Um, and literally like, you walked in, everything, the interior was kind of like very TVA colors, like orangey, orangey, like kind of hallways and stuff as you go in. And then the main, like, space where everyone watched it was like a giant tesseract and like each face of the tesseract had just like was showing the episodes of loki oh that's awesome yeah and show the first episode and then well after the first episode tom hiddleston came out like as a surprise guest i was like said hi to everyone 
Like, well, I mean, it would make sense. You're in London. He's a British actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is, a lot of the British actors, obviously, like they tend to, you know, they shoot most things in America or they live in America and stuff. So, like, I was always like, yeah, we don't. For the big Hollywood MCU ones, I just never expect to really catch in London and stuff. But yeah. I'm told Tom is like such a diehard Londoner that like, he, like, he never leaves, even when they try to film. He's like, no, I'm going home. Like, he just wants to be home. My yeah. friends say that they see him just like on the bus sometimes. <laughs> like, he's just a just the just on the bus, you know, like there's Spider-Man just sitting there. Yeah, I'm saying. Um, I've never been able to bump into him like that. But then, yeah, he was there. It was really cool. And then things spiral from there. Like, I, I work in media. And I guess my, my, my colleagues knew that I talk about, like, Marvel and stuff. So they were like, hey, uh, if we've got you to chance to, like, interview Tom Hiddleston, would you want to do it? Because I think oh, the normal okay. people that do the interviews for the company wasn't available because Tom Hiddleston has to reschedule the day. And it was, like, super last minute. I was like, do you want to talk to Tom Hiddleston? I was like, yes. I don't even know what I'm gonna say, but I'll figure it out. It's fine. <laughs> so, how starstruck were you when when he when he first came up on the screen and you were sitting in front of Tom Hiddleston on a Zoom call? What was that like? Very. I mean, like it was it was nerve wracking at first because it was like you know before you get on the call and then they give you like these different people that work for the like it's a Disney PR team or whatever, and they're like, hey, yeah, so Tom's just in another interview with you in a second. Um, we'll like push you through to that to that call in a sec. Um, but they were like, so just so you know, you only have like four and a half minutes to talk to him. And then the last 30 seconds, you have to just wrap things up and go because I've got a really tight turnaround. <laughs> I was like, oh, I had like 10 questions, but I was like, oh my God, four minutes. Okay, right, how are we going to do this? What's the most important question first? When do I ask about Mephisto? Like, I had so many things I wanted to say. Um, I was super worrying. But like, the minute he came on screen and was just like, at least greet me by name, because I guess he learned everyone's names on the list. And he was like, hey, Tarot, like, How's it going? Classic <laughs> British people. We were like, oh, this, it was a super hot day. We're like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm super hot. It's boiling. Like, it was hot in the studio. It was hot everywhere in London that day. So we were just, like, talking about the weather for, like, 30 seconds. And I was like, oh, we've got three minutes left. Let's talk about Loki. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he was so nice. And, like, it got to, like, overtime. And because he was just, like, I guess he was enjoying the conversation so much, he just gave me extra information. Um, the exclusive info, I guess, that, like, episode four and five were going to be the big game changer episodes he confirmed right. Mephisto wasn't going to be in the show so it was nice to kind of go in with a lower expectations he didn't yeah. mention Kang though so that was a fun surprise oh he did he didn't he didn't he kind oh, of just okay. said yeah I was, was, like, yeah I was I was like is Mephisto going to be in it he was like he doesn't think so but he said there are surprises at the end and surprise actors that he, he wasn't able to tell us about and I guess that surprise actor was Jonathan Majors like in hindsight I'm like ah that's what he meant right uh, that was cool the one interviewer, he, they asked if he had a love interest, and he said that he felt he really falls in love with himself. Yeah. So, and I'm just like, oh, you son of a bitch! I just got. Yeah. You know? He's so clever, and like he's one of the the, the I don't know, I want to say a few, but like, so I have met some of the Marvel cast before in completely different capacity, but like before, and like the vibe he gives off, he's probably one of the few Marvel actors that just knows Loki and like the Marvel universe inside and out, backwards and forwards. Like he knows every like. I didn't have to say much to get him talking about like his favorite Loki moments in the MCU. He bring out like specific scenes from like the first Thor movie, where I guess he, if he was talking to a regular interviewer, they would have been confused. But I was like, yeah, I love that scene. Yeah, definitely. Like, um, he was, he's a, he's a big nerd. <laughs> yeah, like I, I heard that him and uh, uh, Owen Wilson didn't know anything about the show, so he actually yeah. had Tom Hiddleston explain the entire MCU to him. So that yeah, was- he did. He said that he did a um, like a Loki like conference for, for Owen Wilson and for I think Gugu and Bartha Roy as well and just like went through the entire Loki storyline in the MCU 
Oh yeah, no, but that seems like an awesome experience. And I'm, I, I, man, I can't wait, you know, like that's what I'm yeah. going to school for. So like, hopefully, you know, like one day, you know, that like, that's every time I see it will people, come. I'm just like one day, that'll be me. Dude, it will come, it will come. Like after that, I think around that time I was, you know, I mean, I'm working in the media industry. It's only around about sort of now in the last few weeks, kind of post Loki, that the, uh, I guess the TikTok stuff is starting to walk me into that without the, the need of like my, the company I work for, like the TikTok, the theories by T thing is getting me into that journalism right. place. Uh, so it'll, it'll come, you just need the right eyes seeing you and then eventually it just comes. It's so fun because like, the reason why I love doing it is because I, I love telling people good news you know, and when I hear something about like something that I'm so passionate about, I'm just like, yeah. Dude, I gotta tell somebody right now, which yeah, is yeah, yeah. why I cannot be in a Marvel movie. And, <laughs> you know, and like, like that's what Kevin Smith said. Like he said, that's the only reason why he cannot direct a Marvel movie. You know, like mm-hmm. he said, he got a call from Kevin Feige. First thought he said, he was like, I gotta get this dude on a podcast. Not, is he gonna ask me to direct a movie? <laughs> you know? Like, because we all know Kevin Smith can't shut up, you know, so. Yeah. And I'm the same way, you know, I, I got to tell people stuff like, yeah, you know, this is what I saw on set. This is it, you know, For real. <laughs> like, and that's, there we go. And the reason why, and that's part of the reason why I can't do movies, but I can do journalism. That's what I'm good at. And when yeah. I see photos, but you know, that's sometimes I'm- that's more fun too. Like I, I always wonder like if I knew more about the movie than my friends, I'd kind of be like, because I've, I've got to be, you know, I've, I've been fortunate enough to see special Marvel, Marvel movies like a week or two early. I remember when Spider-Man Far From Home came out and this was like me and another friend that I work with like got offered by our bosses. They were like, hey, do you guys like Spider-Man? There's a screening in London two weeks before it came out. Do you want to watch it? So we were like, yes. So the entire two weeks, we knew everything about Far From Home and the rest of the world did not and we couldn't say anything. Yeah. And like, we had a pact. We were like, you know, in the movie... Um, Zendaya's character, Michelle, like whenever Peter asks her something, she says, Bob, like the, the Italian, all means is just like, no, no information, we're saying anything. So anytime someone asked us about Spider-Man, we were like, Bob, and just ran away. We couldn't say anything. We'd only talk to each other about it. Like yeah, it was so hard. <laughs> that's the whole reason why I have not seen Suicide Squad because I wouldn't, the TikToks would be rolling in, man. Yeah. Like that, I was, yeah. I'm waiting till August 6th to see it because I will yeah. not, shut up about it I'm trying to like I'm I'm trying to make like Suicide Squad content like I know you did like the you know the origin stories of like all of the Suicide Squad which was awesome by the way I I, I was I I did three of them and I'm just like what did I sign up for (laughs) no but it's good that you did because you'd be surprised I was wording anything you'd be surprised how many of the characters you actually at the end wind up caring about you're like ah like no like us, throwaway character. No one's gonna care about this one. This one's just the, the joke character, and this one's the serious one. Right. They flip. They, they subvert your expectations a lot. I didn't expect to care about some certain people, but I did. <laughs> James Gunn has a way of doing that, you know. And like, I mean, think about it. Like Groot. Would you ever think, as a comic book nerd, did you ever think that you would care about Groot in 2014? In if somebody would have said you would care about a space tree. Not in the slightest. And like, what's so funny is that Groot in the comics, like prior to the movie, was so different than the movie version, than any of the movie versions we've got. Like that Groot was like the stoic, like just, you don't hear what he's saying. He's kind of like a Hulk, but like just doesn't talk that much. And then he's just, like the super cute, like little pet of the team. Like, like who guessed I care about a little piece of wood or yeah, like, I li- literally, like purple. Ma- yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, didn't expect myself to care about like that. That's where that's where I came up with it. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, like who would guess that a space tree would be a big deal to me? Yeah. And who who would have guessed a giant shark named Nanawe would be something that I care about? And he actually yeah. gets old, and I love it. Yeah, I mean, prior to the promos, I didn't even know King Shark's real name was Nanawe. I was just like, ah, King Shark, big talking shark thing. And then I promise you, they say his name probably more than they call him King Shark throughout the film. So you really do are like, oh, Nanawe. Like, like you kind of care well, about him. Well, origin, he was from Hawaii. So, I mean, it would make sense that it would be some like, like Nanawe or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm, I'm so glad that, that's why I love James Gunn so much. He's an actual nerd, you know? Like, yeah. he said as a kid, like you said this in an interview, he said that, oh man, when he said that one day he was going to make great comic book movies. Yeah. That's what he said as a child when he was reading comic books. He said, I'm going to turn these into movies. And he did. He's killing it. And like, honestly, and he, I saw an interview with him uh, today, literally this morning, actually. Uh, and I think it was with like Ron Tomatoes or something. And he said, uh, when he goes into like Marvel or DC, in his mind, he's like, I want to make James Gunn movies first. And if they so happen to be Marvel or DC, then so be it. But like, and that makes so much sense when you think about what Guardians of the Galaxy is and what Suicide Squad is. Because for like, realistically, if you look at both of them on the surface, they aren't Marvel or DC. They're just James Gunn having yeah, fun. Really. Like he just, he just gets taken like really obscure IPs and they're like, have fun. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like, D, I think Warner Brothers went up to him and said, you can kill whoever you want. Harley is on the table. If you want her dead, do it. You know, and honestly, I, like, and I'm not even going to look at your face when I say this. He might kill her. And, like, because I don't want to see your face. <laughs> so, who knows? Who knows? Who I knows? But who? Harley, uh, Margot Robbie already made the Harley movie she wants to do, and that was Birds of Prey. So, yeah. you know, she, she could retire now if she wanted to. No, and then, well, this is the, what's great about Harley and Suicide Squad is that, like, as a, rather than bringing the Harley that she was in the first, like, the David Ayer Suicide Squad movie, she brings the Birds of Prey Harley in. And it's, it's more that energy into this movie rather than the questionable one from the first one. And she, yeah, she kill, she's amazing. She kills it. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, and, and then there's Peacemaker that's coming out after that, which is going yeah. to be prequel. And John Cena himself has said that this movie is actually going, the, the show is going to change the results of the movie for you, like when you watch it. I'm just like, so you're telling me I'm going to have to watch The Suicide Squad again? Sign me up, you know? See, like, um, when you watch the movie, like you, you question certain things about Peace, Peacemaker that you're like, wait, interesting. And then it, like by the time the movie ends, you've done your credits, you sat there, you're thinking, you're like, you know what? Yeah, I do want to know more about Peacemaker. I think you didn't yeah. think it. Had, you think the movie's going to be enough, and then you start to think about things. You're like, yeah, wait a second. They need to answer this question. <laughs> oh yeah, no, there's a lot of things. Like Peacemaker had his own series back in the old days. Like his dad was a Nazi. He has his father's voice in his head, and every person that he doesn't save, he believes lives in his helmet. So he's oh. carrying the weight of the world on his shoulders. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He is probably one of the most interesting, so I'm glad that James Gunn picked him to do. And yeah. I, I cannot. John, John Cena does a great job. I didn't, again, it's the, it's the ones you least expect of me. I thought he was just there for like star power, but he does a great, just one of my favorite John Cena performances. Like he does right. a great job. I cannot wait for all of the, all of it. But let, let's talk about Marvel What If. Mm. It, let, let's talk about some of that before before something happens and then it makes me upset because I, <laughs> before we start really getting into the conversation. Because I feel like I already know this movie. But mm. um, 
Yeah. Let, let's talk about what if. Uh, what, what's a what if that you're excited to see? So of the ones that they've shown, I'm really, okay, from like just fanboying because it just looks really cool. I really, really want to see Captain Carter. That looks so cool. The whole, like, I don't know what the, the Iron Man armor is that Steve is in, but that looks super cool. Like that sort of Mark One homage. Um, that whole Captain Britain situation, Captain Carter, whatever, looks so cool. And I want to see, like, the action just looks really interesting. So, like, I will geek out just about seeing that. But then from uh, a curiosity standpoint, I'm really curious about what, what this Doctor Strange thing is. Like, from the from the promos we've got, like, I, I'm so confused as to what, is he traveling between the multiverses? Is this just his one story? I'm so curious about that. There's a shot of like Okoye and Spider-Man fighting Wonder very briefly. Yeah. I was going on there. Ant-Man's head is in a jar. I, kept, yeah. I went back in the MCU and I was like, at what point did Ant-Man nearly get decapitated? Because I thought maybe yeah, right. this happened. I was like, he's never nearly been decapitated. How did this happen? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah. When I saw that, I was thinking of the Futurama and I was just like, yeah. You know, and that, that's exactly what I really hope. Like, but yeah, you're right. When did, did did you ever get an answer for that? No, no, no. I tried, I went, I kind of scrubbed through like the first Ant Man. I was like, there's never really a, a clear moment where he's almost gets his head chopped off. The closest thing I thought of was that when Yellow Jacket quote unquote dies, I guess, uh, in the first Ant Man, his body kind of cripples in and it kind of collapses in on itself. And I, I'm like, his head's the last thing to go. So I'm wondering if they're like, Maybe a similar thing happened to Scott, but like his head is just remaining. Right. I have no idea. I'm so confused. Maybe he has a tiny body and he's holding it up in his head or something. Yeah, just yeah, just like that. You know, like maybe he's not even decapitated. Maybe he actually has a body, but it's like really small. Yeah, he's just like a Funko Pop. No. Yeah, 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 like that. That would be funny. Uh, you know what? That that's my head cannon now. I'm keeping. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I'm really excited to see the Vision Ultron thing that they had in the final yeah. trailer. That one looks exciting. I'm. Obviously, zombies. I'm, I love Marvel zombies. That one looks super fun. Captain Carter looks interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really. I don't know if Captain Carter is the one that I'm most excited for, but I am excited for it. It, it looks interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if there was a what if that you got to make, what which one would you pick? Like, it, you know what's yourself. what's so funny? Like, I'll say what mine is, but like around the time One Division was airing, one of my like my most confident theories, like it was, it was kind of a reach, but I was like, this could totally happen. I can see it was that throughout the show, we were going to find out that the vision that we see there, or the vision corpse, is actually going to be taken over by Ultron. I figured, okay, his body's still there, but then Vision's Mind Stone is gone, then what's left over? And I thought, oh, Ultron, because he tried to get into the body. So I was like, okay, end of one division, Ultron's going to take over. Like, what if Ultron takes over Vision's body, and this is his, the new Ultron, and then the age of Ultron kind of gets, uh, narratively gets a redemption, because you get to actually yeah. see Ultron come back and do his thing while still keeping like the idea of an evil vision alive. Like I, I ran that through my head and I was like, dude, this when I saw White Vision, I was like, it's gonna happen because he's an evil vision now. Like, what's gonna but it didn't happen. So th- clearly they are doing some variation of that now. But that being said, another what if I would have wanted to see, and I was thinking about some of my favorite like Marvel movies, like I would have liked to see what if Iron Man had died in that explosion. Uh, I mean, they, you know, they're sorry what if Killmonger saved him, but like, I would like to see the impact of the MCU without Tony Stark. Iron Man. Yeah, because he, I mean, like, he's like been the 
he's been the antipathy, he's been the reason why a lot of things happen in the MCU, whether directly or indirectly, whether good or bad. You know, Spider Man would be who he was without without Tony. Yeah. Uh, everything around the first Avengers movie, they probably would have like died if anything if Tony hadn't redirected that nuke. Uh, a lo- yeah, so much around the MCU is like revolved around the Stark family name. Hell, almost um, all of the villains, almost. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> all of the villains, both his and not his, are all just been like somehow related. To, even like the Ant Man villain was like somehow like indirectly basically a Stark villain um, with the whole company. Like he was basically a, a variation of Jeff Bridges' character in my mind. Exactly. Yeah, no, that that would make sense. And I'm sure that's kind of what they're going to be doing with Killmonger because I'm sure mm-hmm. he's not going to make his own suit after Killmonger saves him because... Yeah. So, like, that's... I'm wondering if he makes Ultron early. If he just, like, it just kind of skips, cuts around, like, Killmonger just inspires him to continue doing his warfare and then just right. fast-tracks him into the whole Iron Legion and then Ultron and then maybe that ties in with Vision's thing. I would like to see, like, uh, what if Thunderbolt Ross had became Red Hulk or, yeah. you know, like, instead of Bruce Banner, you know? Yeah. You know, that would have been, that would have been interesting to see. There, I would also like to see, like, obviously, the what if the other half of the Avengers got snapped away? Yeah. That one would be fun. And there was a guy who made a YouTube short about it where Spider-Man was the one who ended up snapping his fingers at the end and dying. Oh, I didn't oh, see that. It was it was tragic. It was like a, it was like a low budget like three D yeah. thing, and it, uh-huh. yeah, but it it was pretty interesting to watch. I was just like, you know, this kind of makes sense, you know, the way that he. Yeah. Came out. But you know, what if stories or like, what if the Fantastic Four was in Avengers Endgame, or what if, mm. um, what if there was, yeah, what if Ant Man had had went into the, uh, what was it called, the Quantum Realm, and mm. get out? Like, what if, what if he didn't get out for those five years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I mean, I would like to see like a lot of the, you know, what if comic book stories are really like, I, mean, I think one of the early ones that I remember reading is like, what if like Spider-Man was in the Fantastic Four, first Fantastic Five. Yeah, so that, that's what I found out recently. I was like, ah, that's interesting. Fun fact. Um, but then obviously that, because, you know, I, I like the what ifs that actually do set up things later because I feel like that kind of set up things like the Future Foundation and like Spider-Man joining when Johnny Storm was well, dead. Right. <laughs> um, uh, so I kind of I like I like the ones that kind of inspire the next thing because now I'm like oh wait what if they do Fantastic Four and then Spider Man joins them in the MCU that'd be yes. fun that'd yeah. be fun I yeah, there's just so much about what if that I'm so excited for and how many do you know how many episodes it's gonna be it's gonna be like twelve so they so they just literally like just before this call like an hour ago they saw that they confirmed that there's gonna be now nine episodes it was gonna be ten and then they've changed it to nine because the tenth episode they're now moving into the next season. So it's going to be nine episodes this season, nine episodes next season. But I guess the final episode, they wanted to like, I don't know what it's going to be about, but I guess it was important enough that they shifted it to the to season two. Maybe to make a cliffhanger of some sort. So do you think it's going to be part of the canon timeline? Like part of the... I think so. I, I feel like, so I checked like before the, like the Marvel schedule before the whole pandemic happened. Like, because I feel like that kind of, that explains when things are and why they put things in certain places. And what if was always supposed to come out directly after Loki, even when they had different dates, it was always a Loki. What if, and like, interestingly, multiverse of madness was originally planned to come up before Loki, which I was curious how that was going to, was that supposed to work? But um, that's, you know, a weird connection. 
uh, but Loki's, I guess, ending of creating the multiverse was definitely supposed to be like the big connection into what if. And from what I can tell, they're just going to be exploring the uh, the very the wider multiverse. I'm really hoping I I don't think I'm going to because it's so soon. I'm really hoping I get an interview with the director for what if. Like, I know suits probably will. I would, right. yeah. Like, <laughs> what if is definitely something I would want to talk to a director about. Yeah, like I want talk to the cast is one thing, but this is one was like I need to know. I, I need to see the vision. Like I need to know where, where what they see the show as. All right. Yeah, and and there's so many characters that are going to be introduced into the MCU. And mm-hmm. who 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 do you want to see in the MCU in Phase Five or or maybe later this phase? Somebody. Uh, maybe planted the seed for maybe like Nova or somebody like that so Nova I'm looking forward to mainly in this in the sense that like I really I've always sort of the all new all different Marvel lineup I did like their all new all different Avengers with like I think it was with Nova Miss Marvel Miles Morales Cap and Iron Man I think that was the lineup and I think I remember enjoying like sort of the first uh, few sort of like storylines around then and I liked Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Nova, and uh, Ms. Marvel's, like, fun teen, like, just almost Teen Titans-esque dynamic. Like, I really, I, I want to see that on screen. I like, I enjoy the whole teen superhero formula. I feel like it never fails. Um, but a character I've, I'm dying to see, I've been, like, villain-wise, I'm more excited about him than Kang, more than Galactus, more than anyone, is Doctor Doom. That is my guy. I love Doctor Doom so much. Like, I love to hate him. I love every story he's in. I'm like, bro, this guy is a beast, man. Like, this guy is an absolute, like, just... Owns his own country, magic user sometimes. Yeah, yeah. When I discovered that he did magic too, I was like, what? And then I see him, like, teaming up with Doctor Strange, fighting Mephisto in one comic. I'm like, what's going on here? Who is this? He's so cool. (laughs) Yeah. Like... just that there's no every time you think of a crazy story Doctor Doom is somehow just at the center the whole secret war or secret wars too I guess uh, of him just basically being like the new Beyonder like, how, how did this happen? <laughs> right yeah there, there's so much about Doctor Doom that needs to be explained how how yeah. would you I, I, I asked Straw Hat when we when we were talking about Fantastic Four I had Straw Hat yeah. and Comic Book Overdose and oh. They, uh, we both talked about theories about how to write in the Fantastic Four. How would you yeah. write Fantastic Four? Into so this is where the, the TikTok fan theories actually come into good use because around the time of WandaVision, I feel like all of the, you know, Marvel TikTok were at our prime when it came to WandaVision. And one of the stronger, you know, theories I think we all kind of made the connections to was that, you know, Monica Rambeau and Sword were going to set up the idea that or at least Reed Richards or the Fantastic Four were like scientists or they worked for S.W.O.R.D. or they were like contacts for S.W.O.R.D. and there's like that cool line where Haywood and Monica are walking through the facility and they're like oh yeah we've got some like some guys that have already gone off into space doing whatever and I thought hmm interesting what if that space crew that's out there right now is the Fantastic Four and they and I really wanted to you know feel authentic to the comics. You know, Fantastic Four has had a rough comic history, like yes. being cancelled and rebooted and all that stuff. Um, I really wanted to be authentic and be like a classic, just like they're in space. I think also I think your audio's your mic's cut out again. Oh no, I was talking to myself. I was oh thinking. sorry. <laughs> no, yeah, I seen. Uh, you know, I want I want in space, cosmic wave just flushes on them. 
you know, they miraculously survive it and they wake up the next day with powers. Like, I really want that authentic. That's kind of what the, you know, I think, was it the 2004, 2005? They yeah. kept it relative, like, in the, that sense, kept it relatively authentic. You know, execution on other senses. Eh? But I kind of, I do want that natural feel. I want it to feel like a family movie. So I think the idea of the four of them just being in space as, like, sword explorers, I that's my favourite headcanon. Although... Wonders hex magic giving Monica powers does give me the same vibes as you know, uh, you know the Fantastic Four game powers. I'm like, I wonder if they're gonna make it associate with Wonder somehow. Uh, but that's how I see. It. I want it to be a classic space mission. How Doom being involved, I think I, I would personally slow down the whole what the last few movies have done, making them have like an intimate relationship with Victor Von Doom. Yeah. I'd rather Doom almost get introduced as a separate thing, like in a separate storyline, and then they eventually come to get to know him. I, I'm okay with them. As well, who might be. Yeah. Too. Yeah, exactly. Like, Namor and Doom have been in like quite a lot of like big fantastic. I used to read a lot of Fantastic Four, like classic comics. There was a period yeah. where I just like, I read the six, like their 60s issue, and I just read all oh, of yeah, it. Stanley so, like, and Jack Kirby stuff. Yeah, I read oh, all of that because I was like, so, what was that? I've never actually gotten to read that stuff. Yeah, I think I just sat there. It was all like, I just found out it was all available on like Marvel Unlimited one day. And I was just like, oh, okay. I'm going to just read all this. And I just, I, I kind of was, I think that's what I was doing. So sort of like research into like Agatha Harkness, but this like last year before the show had dropped. And I was like, let me just look up Agatha Harkness' origin because I didn't know it. And then she had appeared in Fantastic Four. And I said, okay, I'm just going to read through this, try and understand it. And I just, I just kept hitting next. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. just kept hitting next. And I was just like, Okay, yep, it's interesting. All right, now there's witches. Now there's like the uh, uh, the scrolls. Now there's TVA. I was just so like, there's more and more. I was just like, yeah, I'm hooked. I feel like a child again. This is great. And I just, yeah. But uh, Doom being involved in that, I, I'm okay with them sacrificing the idea of, you know, Reed and Doom having like a long history together and just introduce Doom as his own threat. I don't think, I feel like the Fantastic Four need him more than he needs them, if that makes sense. Like, you can bring them together later, but establish the Fantastic Four as a separate thing. Maybe their threat is, like, I don't know, some other cosmic monster. Maybe even Shumagorov. I don't know. Some other cosmic threat that they have to take out, and Doom gets brought in later. I agree. Like, slow, slow introduce, you know? Yeah, I mean, and I think it's interesting that they went with Kang first, you know? Me too. Yeah, and I'm, I'm super excited to see where they go with that. But my buddy Matt, uh, I used to work at a comic book store with, uh. um, he um, he came up with this theory that I, I just loved. He said it they actually got their powers in Infinity War. They were already in space, and then when Thanos snapped, their pilots on that ship, gone. So And then they go right into the supernova that gives them their power. Oh. And I love that theory so much. And I was just like, yes, do that. That would be awesome. I like that. And then they have to work their way back to Earth and that could be their first movie. Yeah. And I, I love that theory so much. Yeah, I mean, you can even, like, there's even more to that. Because, like, you know, when, when at the start of Endgame, Rocket was saying, like, every time Thanos snaps, there was, like, that big outbursts of radiation and stuff so yep. like maybe the snap also caused that same supernova or caused that wave to hit them and then like there was after. that scene in loki where you saw that one little spaceship for some reason at the end of the yeah floating away yeah 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 what oh the same episode the same episode that they introduced kang they happen to have a spaceship flying through space wonder what that yeah, is one that we've never seen before and i i did my ticket i literally i cross-referenced that with life like that's not the that's not the milano it's not like any of the ships we've seen before. Like, what is that thing? 
Yeah, yeah, that, I, I, yeah. A lot of people ask me to cross-reference that as well. I'm like, I'm not doing that. It's too much work. <laughs> like, I, I can't do that, man. Uh, just, just, yeah, sure. Just believe it's the Fantastic Four, and we'll, we'll just go from there. Yeah. You know, like, there's well, some that people ask me to do, and I'm just like, that, that's not my job. That's yeah. Well, this a- is it. Like, I get tagged. Like, it, it depends on what it is. Like, the the ship thing, I very much were just like, I need to. Because like, I was doing the Easter egg breakdown. I was like, that's cool. It's probably something. So I paused on it and I went to like Guardians of the Galaxy. I was like, I, I didn't, I was like, it's not going to be like one of the random background ships, right? Like if it's a ship that's important, it'd be one that we knew. So I was like, okay, it's yeah. not the Guardian ship. It's not like the Dark Astar. It's not Thanos' ship and it's not any of the ships from Ragnarok. I just went to those specific moments, the main ones. I didn't like, you know, like in like in Star Wars, where like you go into the background and see really cool Easter eggs and different shit. I was not doing all that. I couldn't yeah. be, <laughs> that was too much. But I sometimes, I get tagged in so many videos, like, Depending on what the, the tag is, like, I'll go to my notifications on TikTok and, like, I'll just go to mentions and I'll just wake up one morning. I'd have no mentions in one day and then the next morning it'd be like, you've been tagged in this video 30 times. And it's like someone made a theory being like, is this, this is this ship the one from uh, from Guardians of the Galaxy? And I'm like, no, I've already, I've done this. <laughs> Can't be bothered. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Believe what you want. I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to be part of this part of the theory. <laughs> you know, that's a that's a can of worms I don't want to open. You know. Yeah. There are certain, but sometimes they take me in videos, and I'm like, oh, it's so cool. Maybe I should jump on that. But a lot of the times, I'm like, I'm gonna leave that with this guy. This guy's got. I'll wait for like straw hat Goofy to do something, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna leave it to these guys. Like, like for soups or or straw yeah. hat or or, uh, or the cinematic universe. I'll wait for one of them yeah. to jump on that. Yeah, 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 but yeah, I wait for one of you guys. I'm just like, dude, that that is above my pay grade. Like, I don't yeah. want all that work because I put a lot of work into my videos, and I don't want to mm-hmm. put in all that work just for like a hundred people to see it. You know? Yeah. Like, it's like not working. And I mean, some, I mean, for me, like, it, it, it sometimes it depends on like how much I'm getting asked to cover it. Cause, like, it seems like sometimes I come up with my theories, and I will put like hours and like you know sometimes days into like making the video and then like i know you do it too like editing it on your own in your ends rather than the Actually, tiktok yeah and stuff. no i do it all on my phone oh do you yeah all of my <laughs> comic book origins and stuff that's all been done on my phone oh commendable commendable yeah, yeah well, I do that, it all on my phone no yeah, that's impressive like i mean like i had like uh premiere rush on my phone i was like i was you know um jay kevin parker uses like premiere rush all the time yeah, yeah and i, I was just like I was like, I'm like, how do you, like, my fingers aren't even that stubby, but I'm like, oh, this is too much, no. And I, I spend the extra time, like, airdropping everything to my laptop, and I'm just going to edit it here, it's fine. Like, I can't do this. Yeah, I know, for my comic book words, I used to use this microphone, and then I would, huh. like, and then I would edit it on my computer, and then I would send it to my phone, and then I, I was like, you know what, I could just film myself saying it, and then overlay it. Like, yeah, yeah. And that's all I do now. You know, it's just like, yeah, I just saved, like, three hours of work. <laughs> You know, and there's so many things. So do you have any, like, for your, uh, sorry, for your uh, breakdowns, like, Mm. what's your process for that? Like, because you go into detail, you go new rock stars level into that. (laughs) I know for a fact you don't, because you honestly, sometimes your videos come out before theirs do. So yeah, and like process for that? So on that, like, the the very first thing I think about is like, okay, cool. I, because I don't, tend to watch a lot of the, with any of their easter egg breakdowns just based on principle that i know everyone accuses me of copying them so i'm like okay, i'm not even gonna try it. this is gonna be all me and yeah. chances are whenever i do you know if i do it myself i find like i'll go into detail that i'll find something that you know new rock stars or even like you know my fellow tiktok is like straw house yeah, yeah. if, if they don't find so i'm like okay i'm doing it all myself 
But my why I go into it thinking is I'll watch the I always watch the episode first, just not looking for Easter eggs. If I see something like really strict straight away, I might have a notebook and I'll just like right, I got my notebook right here. Yeah, I got, I got like, my notebook. I got to see it and I'll be like, like oh, there's a there's a number. The license plate like really like clear in front. I'm gonna yeah. Google that license. Plate. I got my notebook. <laughs> <laughs> I write down all was, my origins. I write down all yeah. my. Stuff. Yeah, I got, I got any ideas I have. I'm just like, okay, cool. I want to write, I'm gonna, yep, like do that content. Like, I'll just think about things we're gonna make later, but I'm not really looking too deep into it. And then, like, once I've seen like a lot of things, like you know, license plates, random numbers in the background, I'm like, I'm gonna try and basically, I, I look at like a code, like decipher that. It's like someone's birthday, it's a comic book release date or something. Um, so like the little details I'll try and catch as it happens, but like things like you know, a comic book character appearing. If I know it's big enough that I find it cool, then I'm like, ah, someone else is going to find that cool too. So I'm just going yeah. to hang into that. Uh, things like, I guess, like the Black Widow movie and like the Loki finale and stuff. Like, there are certain things that I catch that I wouldn't even call Easter eggs. They're more just like my interpretations, I guess. <laughs> like I made a video on like, when Kang appeared, he was like, in my mind, there was like a re- uh, recreation of like the Garden of Eden story from the Bible. Like he was like the devil... He was kind of framed in the same way that that the framing of the devil was in the first episode. And like, yep. I went down the rabbit hole on that. And I was like, okay, I've got three minutes to make an Easter egg video. Let's get off the devil or just find something else. Get off the um, devil for another video. Yeah. So, and which I have to, which I had to do. So sometimes, sometimes I get bogged down, but what I try to do is like, I find it enough that I know it will fit into one video. That I'm like, okay, cool. If I, if I read it like at this pace and I edit it this way, it probably gets three minutes. And then like, I kind of go back over like the list that I've got of like different cool details and stuff. And I've, you know, I've structured them so the, the most interesting things are at the top of the video. So everyone's like, oh, that's cool. Um, and you know, some of the quicker, smaller things, like that's that actor from this show, and that's that actor from that show. Uh, I'll save more towards the end. And then, you know, get rid of some of the boring things. I, I don't even know how sometimes I, certain things I spot, I'm just like, maybe after, what is it now, 12, 13 years of. so used to it. Yeah, like you'd almost they'll, they'll, they do certain things and say certain things in a way that's like that was intentional. That's definitely Easter egg. I know what to look for. I know to look for certain numbers. I know like vehicles and spaceships in the background are probably something. Is an, an alien over there that kind of looks like a scroll? I'm like looking. That there are certain things that like, they've done so much before that it's almost easy to kind of be like, ah, yep, we've done that again. Got it. Nice. I like to think of those as like love letters to us as yeah. Me. Yeah, you know, and I know Marvel does it because in Avengers Endgame you have to zoom and like uh, what what is it like zoom and uh, clarify? I don't know what the word mm. is, but you, you have to zoom in to actually see it. There's in when Tony Stark is talking to his dad in Endgame. There's actually a scene where you can see Armin Zola on a screen, but you have yeah. to zoom in, and that was for the nerds. That was for yeah. Like, I was just like, dude, you know that. Yeah, and you think like when like Howard the Duck pops out of the portal with the end, or it's just like they don't focus on it, but he's just there. And like that kind of thing, where like if there's any, if there is a scene where it's like a wide shot, and I apply this to like when I find Easter eggs in Pixar films, the best like thing you can think of, any like wide shot where you get like a big scenic thing, Easter egg central, because yeah. the the VFX editors and the editors and stuff are like well, we need to fill this frame with something. Chances are all they're looking at is a big green screen, so they've got to fill that with something cool. And I'm like, ah, you're gonna put a cool character right yeah. there. And- thought about it that way you know yeah. so like now we now we got to think about that big spider-man poster that that has been released or that new flash uh, set photo with the big green yeah. screens in the back now we got to think yeah about- yeah you're thinking like what like cool, like cool that's a green screen but like what are they gonna put on it because i've seen enough marvel assembled to know that like they can make anything look real i'm like that's all green screen that's those goddamn geniuses <laughs> like that's all the one division one where like half the town was just like pure the vfx i was like 
What? You didn't even have to do that. You could have just found the town. That's so interesting. Right. Yeah. No. And there's actually there's a v, there's a VFX team that actually like has a YouTube channel. Is there like an amateur VFX team, and they actually have real VFXers. And they had a guy from Avengers Endgame actually come in and explain how we did all of it. And it's actually very yeah. interesting when you think about it. Mm. But yeah, you're right. I never thought about it that way. They have to fill all this space with stuff. So yeah, it makes me I know. Like to go back and watch Endgame again to just yeah, maybe so you never know. Or Reed Richards in the, in the yeah. In the you gotta go, you gotta put yourself in the mind, I guess, of that the directors and of the editors and stuff, where it's just like you know, you frame a shot in a certain way. Like no cameraman wants just like a random sh- like shot of a wall behind them. They can put something cool there. Yeah, you know, Falcon and Soldier had a similar thing. There were like wide shots, and there's like a you know a big post in the background saying the power broker is watching. Like they do oh, these yeah. little things on purpose to like kind of like Easter eggs, yes, but then also like they need something cool. They need something to be like ah, that's a cool thing to look at. Like you know, yeah. And Pixar do it. The Pixar is like the biggest uh, like culprits of this. Like I remember I was watching Soul, and then they took a part yeah, in that little like where they were trying to find their, yeah like, the hall of everything and i was like that just sounds like historic central and this like, is a big is. wide shot and i'm like oh my god that's, that's from woolly that's the, the, the luxo wall all of it's just there like yeah, yeah so. i wrote I, I used to do movie breakdowns like that but then i got accused of like stealing so and i was just sick of it so i was just like you know what i'm gonna stick to comic books i'm gonna stay in my own lane but uh yeah. like yeah no i i broke down soul i i remember that movie that, that one was so great I, but um, are you are you going to only be breaking down the Marvel shows? Or are you going to be breaking down like Suicide Squad when that comes out, or or? Uh... No, so I'm I'm going to break. Yeah, I'm going to be breaking down more DC stuff. Like I had so the last DC thing I did an Easter egg breakdown for to memory was like the pilot of Superman and Lois, just because I thought it was the, the show interested me at the time, and I was like, let me just see how people like the whole doing Superman and Lois. It felt, you know, it came out around the same time like Falcon and the Winter Soldier had started as well. So it was like, hey, maybe it's a little too much for me to try and cover both. But I was pretty busy in general around the March-April area. So like I didn't bother like continuing Superman and Lois. But then I found myself like loving the show anyway. So I wish I, I wish it continued. I it. But yeah, no, I mean like I'm I'm as big a DC fan as I am. I'm probably I'm more knowledgeable in Marvel, but I'm as big a DC fan as any. Yeah. Um so like when titans drops and when definitely when suicide squad comes on like drops on hbo max we don't have hbo max here but i'm gonna have to like uh find a vpn and stream and yeah i did i did this whole thing with uh with zack snyder's justice league it was on hbo max and i was like okay how do i how do i do this and i spent the entire day vpning and you know oh, signing up for a day cancelling my trial sorry did you break down Zack Snyder's Justice League? Yeah, I did. I broke down Zack Snyder's Justice League. This is before <laughs> this is before the advent of uh, three minute videos on TikTok, so I can only yeah. fit so much in. But now yeah. I've got three minutes, so I'm like, oh, I'll give you everything. Hell with it. <laughs> I'm gonna just gonna... do my favorite ones. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything I find cool. But like Black Widow did a three minute. Loki did a couple three minute videos for it, which yeah. I think people appreciate just the sheer. I guess volume of content, so yes. I just, I went in with it. So I yeah, was so happy when I got when I got because I got the three minute early as well. Like I got it like a couple of months before everybody else. So and it yeah. was doing my comic book origins. I was like the first origin I'm doing. It's gonna be yeah. three minutes. Three minutes. And it is gonna be Harley Quinn. And I nice. and I got that one to one minute and ten seconds. So nice. <laughs> and sometimes that's like the benefit. That extra ten seconds is just so like. You know, you cut something down and you're like, oh man, I need to trim 10 seconds of such a small number. But now you're like, I don't have to. Thank you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the thing that made me so mad was it came out the day after I did my Ninja Turtle one. I did the Ninja Turtle origin t- the day after I did a two-parter on that. They gave me the three yeah. minutes. I'm 
I'm like, you dicks. Like that's <laughs> cool. <laughs> I've still been meaning to I've still been meaning to like re, uh to read through um the, the whole last Ronin story. That looks so interesting. Oh, dude, it is amazing so far. They're like killed. I was waiting I was waiting for it to like kind of like have like a look get get a good batch out and then like kind of just like binge read like a little because like because yeah, the shot I has been read to finish up. It has like two more issues, so it might come out next year. And okay. uh, <laughs> it should have been done last year. That's but it, because of COVID, they've been pushing it out. It's coming out like every two months with a book. Yeah, just let it come out, man. <laughs> I, I think the best way to describe it is they're killing it right now. And mm. I, I love it. <laughs> it's the best no, I love it. Like I, I see, I, I, I mean, it helps with Ninja Turtles. Like I don't really look a lot of Ninja Turtles comics, but any like the storylines where like it's, like really dark and serious is happening, I'm like, ah, oh, sick. Okay, cool. I'm back in. Well, Let's yeah, go. Kevin Houston's writing. I'm in. You know. Yeah. Kind of dark. Like I'm just like, dude. The creator of the Ninja Turtles, he was not expecting it to become a TV show. Yeah, yeah. It's just like I'm gonna have like Death Turtles. Like that's yeah. And then IDW has to like slow him down. It's like Kevin, calm down. Shredders in hell. We see demon ninja turtles. Calm yeah, down. <laughs> can't make toys out of this, man. <laughs> Nickelodeon can't keep up. <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm just I'm excited for all of it. So you, so are you? Are are there any independent series like obviously Ninja Turtles? Like any independent series that you're in, interested in, like The Boys or? Um... So, yeah, so I mean a lot of the independent series. So The Boys. Uh... The Umbrella Academy, I'm, I'm literally like, I read a lot of the comics of the Umbrella Academy when the first season was dropping and then it had stopped, but I should definitely get back on reading those because I enjoyed the show and the the comic, yeah. the, uh, the graphic novels. The the boys, I haven't read the boys comic, but main, I, I chose not to read the boys comic books because I was enjoying the show so much that I like being surprised at every turn. I was like, no way, she's a Nazi. Like I was so shocked. Uh, so I love the boys, yeah. I've and then, the boys, so um, yeah. like the Fresca, like the Fresca cult, that was all made up for the show, and yeah. like so, like honestly, you could, but it's way more graphic in the comic books. Yeah, if, if that's even possible, if you can think about it, and it's like I yeah. mean, I I know Invincible certainly can be. Uh, I just started reading the the big chunky book, uh, trying oh, to get through really? that, and I was like, wow, so much. There's a, there's a lot that this show did not use, but it's very interesting. <laughs> How far are you in the big thick book, by chance? Uh, so so my brother got it, who has it at this very moment, and we got. What did we get up to? So the. It's still dealing with like, the Guardians of the Globe still alive, basically. Okay. Which, which was the first shock to me. I was like, oh, are they still here? Wait a minute, they died straight away in the ship. I to do that, I believe. Yeah, uh, so they're, they're still kicking around. And I think they're dealing with, they're setting up that alien invasion that happens later in the series. Yep. There's a lot of setup right now, but like, yeah. I, I, was, I was just so interested that like, it was did taking so long to get uh, to the- The mall blew up by chance? Where, where, did you get to see that where the, the guy wakes up in the mall and he blows up? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right Charlie Brown and Jay and Silent Bob were there? And they oh, no. Up. Oh, in the background? In the, the mood. I did a whole video on it. I'll send it to you. But, oh, yeah, go for it. Uh, oh, my gosh, dude. It's actually, I, I saw it and I was like, is that Charlie Brown? And then I looked in the back of the mall. It was at Twin Pines Mall. And then they, there was yeah. Jane Silent Bob, Bob from Mallrats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh, my God. They killed Charlie Brown and Jane Silent Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, that's not cool, man. You know, so is there anything else that you are going to be doing that's like, like so yeah plan for your tiktoks or yeah so i'm wide so my whole thing is that like i'm trying to like widen out 
just Marvel stuff. Like, I just got back from, like, London Anime and Gaming Con this weekend, uh, which, like, I, I told people I was going to that, and they were like, you like anime and gaming? And I was like, yeah, what are you talking about? I love it. Oh, love I all of this. All the time. What do you think? Yeah. Um, so, 100% going to doing more anime content. I kind of try and, like, prioritize that to like, get more to talking about my favorite anime and manga series and uh so a lot more like i'm keeping it safe for some of my favorites just talking about like naruto eventually start talking about like my hero academia uh so a lot more of that that side of the world uh of the, of the nerd community but then also um you know as star wars returns as shall my star wars content you know I, like i i tried to keep covering bad batch it because there were such shorter episodes and like you know some were more exciting than others i was yeah. like yeah I'll, I'll wait and you know i'll talk about it every once in a while but you know more more Star Wars related content. Uh, definitely when a, you know, Umbrella Academy, The Boys, uh, Invincible, when those start coming back, 100% on that. But for the time being, I'm just trying to expand out of Marvel. So the focus is right now are like more DC content and more anime content. Cause like that's- Well, I can't wait to see your Titans stuff, man. I, I love- oh, the Titans for show. sure. I love, I don't know why I hadn't talked about Titans before on my TikTok. I'm like, oh well, yeah, I love that shit. Like it's such a good show. Yeah, like I, it, 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 it gets crapped on a bit, but I mean, I'll admit, a, there's it's times where I'm like, why? But you know, yeah. I still enjoy the show. Like I, I'll sit there and yeah. I'll- Dude, this is a good show. You have to, you know what it is? You have to sit down and watch it. Because I remember, that, like, once I didn't watch it until season two had started. So then I was like, let me just rewatch all of season one and okay. then I'll get into it. But like, I remember when season one was airing and I saw like promos of like, uh, like Robin slash Nightwing, like, just like kicking the crap out of villains in the oh, in alleys and stuff. Yeah, like, I was like, that's, that's a lot. That's a little, I don't know about all this like serious Teen Titan situation. I don't, I don't know about oh. that. You know, Hawk and Dove, I was unsure about and all that. But once you actually start watching it and you get kind of the context of the situation and the context of the world, then I was like, oh, actually, this is cool. Arguably low budget in some areas, like not making Beast Boy green. But in the grand scheme of things, I'm enjoying it. I like all the characters, you know, the... Season two, I liked a lot more than season one. Like, I was hooked. Oh, yeah, I do, too. I love the Raven, the the Superboy, the... Yeah. It was so good. And Jason Todd was probably one of my favorite parts of season two. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Season three is Red Hood. This is the first live-action Red Hood, guys. Yeah. That's what I'm excited about. Like, people are underestimating that. I'm like, Red Hood's a fan-favorite character. This is the... Oh, yeah time we're going to see him in live action that's not yeah. well it's yeah and they everybody's making that as a fan but uh <laughs> but yeah you, you know what i mean so, no i'm like I'm jason sorry. was such a good character in the show like that whole i mean i don't want to swing anything for people that are watching uh, this podcast but like his whole arc with deathstroke in season two the, like I thought that's when he was going to become Red Hood right there and then in the middle of yeah, the season I, I was like whoa wait are they doing this <laughs> I was like they don't even have to kill him like he's yeah. already there like he's just there you know and I, I I'm glad that they're kind of doing that direction you know they're sticking yeah but yeah it, so is, is there anywhere where we can find you on the internet Terrell uh yeah, yeah so tiktok's the the primary platform first and foremost theories by t but i have of course uh tackling other platforms uh instagram twitter and youtube all at theories by t i've got some very i'm i, I so nervous. i really want to tell you what i've got planned i've written something really exciting planned at the end of this month that i'm not allowed to talk about yet <laughs> but like when i'm allowed to talk about it i'll dm you and i'll tell you what it is okay. but 
definitely the place to follow me to see that very exciting content that I know everyone will love is going to be on my YouTube Theories by T and my TikTok Theories by T. But like, cannot stress enough, one of the most exciting things I've got planned this year. <laughs> think, like what's coming up at the end of this month that, that you could be covering like what is it ah <laughs> uh, it's a it's a lot it's a it's really cool it's a marvel related um and it's yeah. something I, it's an email like i only found out about i was possibly doing it literally today i got like a very exciting email and i was oh, like funny. yes I, <laughs> I was shocked when i was like yes i'm doing this yeah so. no i i know what it's like to get an email like that like i, I don't know who, if you're familiar with scott snyder or not uh the writer for batman oh yeah 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 he follows me on tiktok and he emailed me oh no way yeah his son said that i he needs to follow me so i was like shout out to scott snyder's son you know oh sick, sick. i screamed like it was right before uh, i don't know if you know who deviant is he basically he covers cartoons and stuff uh, oh yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah yeah i was on i was on a uh, podcast with him and i just checked my phone and i screamed like a little girl and poor guy oh my god and i was like <laughs> oh my gosh it was I, I was screaming i was so happy and the cold be... water also messaged me that day and they, oh yeah you know, so i got two on the same day but yeah. yeah if you guys like this podcast you guys can follow me at it on instagram at comic comedy podcast or you guys can follow me at shuby dubert on tiktok it's usually two places where i'm usually at and if you guys like to subscribe to this you guys can go to anchor.fm slash comic comedy to check out more of this podcast it's completely free to you it's on spotify google podcast and apple podcast thanks terrell for coming in i really appreciate you coming on man thank you for having me dude great talking to you great to actually talk to you face to face well yeah i know actual face to face i don't have to fly like six hours to come <laughs> yeah come to london look, look at the power of zoom here power of zoom <laughs> the pond is the probably the best way right <laughs> <laughs> i'll skip i'll skip a stone and if you catch it just let me know yeah yeah might take a few hours to get there but uh, I'm there with the catches, bitch. <laughs> bet, bet. And then when you throw it a bat, I'll have a bat. Uh, I'll have a baseball bat. Nice, nice. <laughs> All right, thanks, man. Nice to talk to you, man. I'll see you later.